0: Good morning. Welcome in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise Jesus. Amen. Well, the weather is changing. It's nice and crisp outside and we feel more energy now and more people are coming to church. It's wonderful. We're very thankful for that. Today is the 18th Sunday after Pentecost and today Jesus heals 10 lepers and more about that in today's lesson. Uh, And then also, not only in the Gospel, but in the first reading, we hear the story of Naaman. A great story. It would make a great movie. I don't know why why anybody has never made a movie out of the story of Naaman. But anyway, it's another leper story. And uh, this resonates with me because I worked at one time at the second biggest leprosarium in the United States. The biggest one is in Carville, Louisiana. And the reason it's in Carville, Louisiana, is because of the amount of of aardvarks that live in Carville, Louisiana, that live in those areas, and they they don't get leprosy, aardvarks, so they could, they could do research on the aardvark on leprosy. So that was in Carville, Louisiana. Now, of course, they don't call it leprosy anymore, and there's no more leprosoriums. Uh, it's Hansen's disease, and all you have to do is take an antibiotic, and that does the trick. But back at the time of the gospel, you had to go to Jesus. All right. Any visitors with us today for the first or second time? Visitors? Yes. Yes. Hi. What's your name? Kim. Kim. And where are you from? New Jersey.
1: Oh, New Jersey. Um, uh, yeah, right outside of City.
0: Oh, okay. I lived in Middletown, New Jersey, for a long. In fact, I'm a Rutgers graduate. You know. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, we have a little gift for, you. for anybody from New Jersey we give a special gift to.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to deliver this one personally okay, because you know, us guys from Jersey have to... You're from Jersey? I'm from Jersey. You're from Jersey? Yeah. I'm from Jersey. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Back to the announcements. Coffee lovers, Basket. That's about the, uh, uh, the, the uh, preschool is having their, their fair, their fall fair, and I don't know if you remember that we've in the past uh, made a basket or two or three for them to raffle it off. Well, this year we only have to do one, and it's coffee lovers, and if you have, uh, read in your bulletin about it, uh, we'd like you to bring in some things that are related to coffee lovers, and we will fill a basket, and that will be next week that we will do that and uh, they can raffle off that basket. Now, you could also buy raffle tickets for each one of the baskets or for all of the baskets, so uh, look in your bulletin for more information about that. Betty Gross's funeral celebration of life will be this Saturday, this coming Saturday, the 15th, at 11 a.m. So we ask you please, you know, here's a Good picture of Betty. This is the bulletin. It's already up. It's got her picture on the front, and uh, been in touch with the family a couple of times this week, and so they're all prepared for the funeral on Saturday. After the funeral, uh, at 3 o'clock or at 3.30, let me check in here. I wrote it down. I think it's, yeah, 3.30, there'll be a luncheon at the Plantation Village so that you can all uh, go to that. You're all invited to that. Okay, with that said, let's prepare our hearts for service. and face the baptismal font where we began our life as Christians. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your holy name, amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake, God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. You may be seated. i Mighty and merciful God, your bountiful goodness fills all creation. Keep us safe from all that may hurt us, that whole and well in body and spirit we may with grateful hearts accomplish all that you would have us to do. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Amen.
2: The first reading this morning is from 2 Kings, chapter 5. Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Aram, was a great man and in high favor with his master, because by him the Lord had given victory to Aram. The man, though a mighty warrior, suffered from leprosy. Now the Arameans, on one of their raids, had taken a young girl captive from the land of Israel, and she served Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, if only my Lord were with the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. When the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his clothes and said, am I God to give death or life that this man sends word to me to cure a man of his leprosy? Just look and see how he is trying to pick a quarrel with me. But when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes, he sent a message to the king. Why have you torn your clothes? Let him come to me, that he may learn that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and chariots and halted at the entrance of Elisha's house. Elisha sent a messenger to him, saying, Go wash in the Jordan seven times "'and your flesh shall be restored, and you shall be clean.' But Naaman became angry and went away, saying, "'I thought that for me he would surely come out "'and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God, "'and would wave his hand over the spot and cure the leprosy. "'Are not Abana and Pharpar the rivers of Damascus "'better than all the waters of Israel? "'Could I not wash in them and be clean?' He turned and went away in a rage. But his servants approached and said to him, Father, if the prophet had commanded you to do something difficult, would you not have done it? So he went down and immersed himself seven times in the Jordan, according to the word of the man of God. His flesh was restored like the flesh of a young boy, and he was clean. Then he returned to the man of God, he and all his company, He came and stood before him and said, Now I know that there is no God in all the earth except in Israel. The word of the Lord. Our second reading is from the second book of Timothy, chapter 2. Remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, a descendant of David. That is my gospel, for which I suffer hardship even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But the word of God is not chained. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, so that they may also obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. The saying is sure. If we have died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we deny him... He will also deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. Remind them of this and warn them before God that they are to avoid wrangling over words, which does no good but only ruins those who are listening. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved by him, a worker who has no need to be ashamed Rightly explaining the word of truth, the word of the Lord.
0: Luke. Glory to you, Lord. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten lepers approached him. Keeping their distance, they called out, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, go and show yourselves to the priests. Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Get up and go on your way, your faith has made you well. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Go and show yourselves to the priests. And they went and were made clean. Grace, peace and love from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. What a testament we have in today's gospel. It is a recurrent theme that resonates with me over and over again since we read about the woman with the hemorrhage after 12 years. She did something that predicated her healing. She reached out and having faith in Jesus she was healed, and I have been convinced that just asking to be healed may not be enough to affect a healing, that we need to do something. Well, wait a minute, Pastor Nick. Jairus' daughter was healed when Jesus came to her in that same Gospel in Luke with the woman healed of the hemorrhage. It's not the same. The young girl, was raised from the dead, which was and is Jesus' mission for all of us. And Jesus as the resurrection will be the topic of many sermons, but here we're talking about healing and what we have to do to effect it. Let's break down today's gospel. There are ten lepers that Jesus encounters on the road to Jerusalem. They approached Jesus and cry out to him, and they asked for healing. When he saw them, he said, Go and show yourselves to the priests. They went on their way, and they were made clean. And while one of them came back to praise Jesus for the miracle, and we can extemporize to a fare thee well that the one who returned was a Samaritan, I wish to focus on all ten. They were all told to go and show themselves to the priest. But my brothers and sisters, my message to you today is reminiscent about the woman who was healed of her hemorrhage. The woman had to do something to effect a healing, and in this gospel, the ten leopards were asked to go and show themselves to the priest. And on their way, On their way, they were healed, as they had faith. Whether a little faith or much faith, they were healed. As they were going forward, they were healed. And even to the leper who came forward, he said, get up and go your way. It is often in the going, the journey, that the blessing comes. It is often in what we must do to go forward that the blessing comes. But there is usually something that we must do to effect that cure, to receive that blessing, and instances in scripture are numerous. We heard in the first reading for today the story of another leper, Naaman. Naaman was told about the prophet Elijah who could heal. He set out for Elijah and even brought him many gifts. Elijah instructed Naaman to wash seven times in the Jordan River. Naaman was dumbfounded. Go and wash in the Jordan? In that cesspool? How dare he? I have beautiful rivers where I came from. But his servants pleaded with Naaman, What have you got to lose? Naaman did go and wash, and when he came out of the river, he was clean. It wasn't just what God and Elijah did, it was what Naaman did as well. He would not have been made clean without some skin in the game. He had a part to play in this miracle. And throughout the Gospels, we hear of Jesus laying off on those who needed a miracle, the wedding feast at Cana, fill the jars with water. Well, Jesus could have made that happen by himself, but he wanted the servants to fill the jars with water. Or the man at the pool, do you want to be made well? Pick up your mat and walk. And the blind man, do you believe I can do this? Then he said to the man, stretch out your hand then ordering the crowds to sit down on the ground before he fed them. And on it goes throughout the Bible. I'm a believer that part, that part of the healing comes from us. We are partners. We are partners, so to speak, in our healing. We are partners with God. We bring our faith and go forward to our healing into what ways into what places is God calling you and me to go to step out in faith to go in what areas and what directions of life are we asking God to do something to help to heal and God says go so often we think of faith as believing or as a warm feeling but in reality Faith is a venture. Having faith or better yet, being faithful often means stepping out, going forward, responding to God with our lives, with our feet, with our hands, with our love. Now, lest we forget, the Samaritan leper got the message from Jesus twice. The first is when Jesus told them, Go and show yourselves to the priest. Then when he responded with praise and thanksgiving, Jesus said it again. Get up. Go your own way. Your faith has made you well. We don't know anything more about what happened to the Samaritan. But I picture that his life was full of blessings, for Jesus had touched his life, He had seen and responded in gratitude to the power of God at work in Jesus. What is interesting, and is my thesis, is that the Samaritan was not even aware of the role that he played in the miracle. There is also some irony in this story. The irony is that the Samaritan received the blessing from Jesus who was also on the way. Our lesson begins with, on the way to Jerusalem. And what really means it, what it really means is that Jesus was on the way to his cross. And maybe Jesus needed to hear from at least one of the lepers that he was the Messiah, that he was the Holy One, promised of ages, that he was acknowledged for being the one we have been waiting for. It is. Because Jesus went on the way all the way to the cross that we have the power today to go our ways stepping out going forward reaching for Jesus stepping out in faith assured of God's presence and as we go we are blessed we are blessed on the road blessings may not be ones that we would choose or the way that we would design them. But the blessings are there. Jesus has gone before us so we cannot fear. God frees us to respond in gratitude like the Samaritan leper as he went on his way. How mysterious God seems to us. But it's really not so mysterious when the gospel reminds us that we have and need some skin in the game, in order to affect some healing. For those of you who are here today, are you in need of healing? Are you willing to do what is required to affect that healing? It's a small thing that we must do in the healing. We must bring our faith, at least bring that to the healing, our faith. It's all that God asks, because God loves you, and so do I. Amen.
3: We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The spirit of the Lord is poured out upon us, so we are bold to pray for the church, the world, and all that God has made. For your church God of grace, hear our prayer. For the earth, God of grace, hear our prayer. For those who are in need of food, shelter, and a safe environment, God of grace, Hear our prayer. For the sick, especially Susan Bayman, Bea Green, Green, Alberta Holden, Paul Letts, Mary Lou Schofield, Schofield, Lisa Strong, Bill Sutton, Ron Wagner, Leo Schusler, Kathy Lear, John Daly, Nancy McKean, Nancy Thompson, Ellie Brailsford, and those on our hearts, and in our lips. God of grace, hear our our prayer. prayer. We praise you for those saints who have gone before us. God of grace, hear our our prayer. prayer. Since we have such great hope in your promises, O God, we lift these and all of our prayers to you in confidence and faith through Jesus Christ our Saviour. Amen.
0: Peace the Lord be with you always. And also. Share with one another a sign of Christ's peace. That we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, Almighty and merciful God, through our Savior Jesus Christ, who on this day overcame death and the grave, and by his glorious resurrection opened to us the way of everlasting life. And so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the host of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Most holy and great is the majesty of your glory you so love the world that you gave your only son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish but have eternal life we give you thanks for his coming into the world to fulfill for us your holy will and to accomplish all things for our salvation blessed be God who gives us bread from the earth in the night in which he was betrayed our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks broke it and gave it to his disciples saying take and eat this is my body given for you do this for the remembrance of me blessed be god who gives us the fruit of the vine again after supper he took the cup gave thanks and gave it for all to drink saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Let us proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ is died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as given those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Taste and see that the Lord is good. may the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in his grace.
3: God of the abundant table, you have refreshed our hearts in this meal with bread for the journey. Give us your grace on the road that we might serve our neighbors with joy for the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Almighty God,
0: Father, Son, and Holy Spirit bless you now and forever. Amen. Amen.